on TalkSport 2. Rodgers is going deep for Valdez Scantling. And he's got it into the end zone. Touchdown, Packers. Should I stay or should I go? Rodgers running and he's in. Touchdown. Rodgers flips his hips, flips it downfield. Wide open. Tunyon. Touchdown. Rodgers steps up. Eyes on the end zone. He'll run and get in. Touchdown. Should I stay or should I go? Yeah, that's the big question, of course, and it is uh, only going to continue to rumble, which uh, is probably a cause of uh, real concern for Packers fans worldwide. Not the actual possibility that Aaron Rodgers might be leaving, but the fact that that is all anyone wants to talk to them about, and that's exactly where we're going to go next. Delighted to welcome to Going Global, uh, the editor of UK Packers and NFL broadcaster for Sport 1068, uh, delighted to welcome Steve Diddy to Going Global. Hey, Steve. Hey, Nat. How are you? Very good indeed. Good to have you back, man. So let's uh, let's it start with Rogers. So I promise we won't spend the entire chat talking <laughs> about him. But uh, we've got to get into that because mm. it's still really unclear. And I think, well, logically, there are th- exactly three ways this could play out. He is suiting up week one as a Packer. Yeah. He is still at Green Bay, but sitting out for the year, which is a distinct possibility, or a deal gets done. What do you think is the most likely of those three to happen? Um, well, another one's thrown in the works as well, Nat, when you look at it. So apparently he can opt out um, with the whole COVID thing. So he can opt out of the, the mm. league as well. But the only thing that adds an extra year onto his contract. And uh, from what we're hearing, Aaron doesn't want that. Now, we spoke to Rob Domofsky on our podcast, and he's still convinced. And this is a guy has covered the team for forever, has been covering Aaron Rodgers since he got there. And he gave a 5% chance, Nat, of Rodgers coming back to Green Bay. And he says that he only barely... 5%. 5%. He only barely upgrades that. Now, from us from afar, and if you listen to the media narratives, everyone's sort of going, oh, there's no way he's MVP or whatever. But Nat, I think the most important question that... Uh, and again, not a lot of people have this perspective, right? Because what they see is they see his MVP. They see Aaron Rodgers. They see how f- deep he goes into the playoffs and th- the plays, his highlight reel plays, his Hail Marys. But they never ask themselves how he actually got here in the first place. And that's the most important thing. Now, what's likely, according to Rob Domofsky, he doesn't play another snap for Green Bay. The problem is, Nat, is that Aaron Rodgers doesn't really have any leverage uh, in this because if the Packers trade him, uh, which is unlikely, but if they do trade him, you know, whatever team he goes to, if they're trading him for, you know, first round pick next year, first round pick the year after, what? how valuable is that when Aaron Rodgers is your quarterback? Probably not very. Um, so mm. there's no incentive mm. for them to trade him now. Um, on top of that, then, you know, he he signed a contract last year um, and it was a four-year contract and he's a year into it. Unfortunately for him, no one forced him to sign it. He wasn't under duress, but he signed it uh, with this specific clause into it that the Packers could basically move on after two years. And that's what could happen here. Now, I don't think Aaron Rodgers for an instant thought that was in play, which is why he was happy enough to, to wet the page with ink. But... Now that's sort of come to play. But for him, what leverage does he have? He doesn't have any. Because as you've just said, they could force him into retirement uh, in the sense of that they say to him, we're not trading you ever. And if you're not going to play with us, so you can sit out. And then he's going to have to reach into the pocket button at and he's going to have to pay them a ton of money. But the thing is, is Aaron Rodgers' hit against the cap is colossal. So you can understand why the Packers kind of did what they did. And also, as I said, and I'm happy enough to delve into it, which I know it's like a four-hour conversation, but I'll try condense it. But it's how they got <laughs> here and why they got here is the more important question as to what happens from here. But I guess it's strange, isn't it? Because I guess the leverage he has, you're, you're right in terms of forcing, you know, the, the hand of the Packers to trade him to team A or team B. Hmm. I guess the leverage he has is saying, 
I'll be perfectly happy in the next 12 months sitting at home with my fiance, hosting Jeopardy occasionally maybe and not playing football. How will you be Green Bay Packers without me? Best of luck. Well, I sit out. I don't need the money for a year. It's a lot of money to give up, I admit. But how will you be trying to go 12 and four again, going back to the NFC title game? I guess that's his leverage. Yeah. But he has to he has to decide he wants to utilize that and weaponize it. Well, you have to take that risk. Bledsoe probably said the same about Brady, right? When he got injured, he's thinking, ah, he'll just he'll just warm the seat while I'm away. And we all know how that went. Yeah. So he could take the risk. And look, what I'm saying is, is Aaron Rodgers, no matter who you go to after Aaron Rodgers is going to be a downgrade. Let's face it, that's right. So you're not going to fill the shoes of Aaron Rodgers at all. He's, according to me, he's the GOAT, one of the best ever do it. You know, we can wax all day about whether it's Tom Brady or Peyton Manning or John Montana or whatever. But Rodgers, the stuff he's able to do was colossal. Anybody you had after him is going to be a downgrade. If he wants to make that... Um, risk he can because the thing about it is is the way the offense was set up right before Matt LaFleur it was based off it was the McCarthy and Rodgers offense we never knew who was actually calling the plays because Rodgers had so much control of that offense and to be able to audible in is that we never knew what who was at fault there there was a stage in his career let's not forget that his play had actually dipped which is the start of why the Packers uh, along with a lot of other things looked at potentially moving on you had a better chance of catching a pass from Aaron Rodgers if you were sitting in the stands than if you were a wide receiver on the field because the amount of throwaways he had was double fold triple fold as to you know what the league average was so the offense simply wasn't working and how it would work was is that he would go off script he would extend the play to the point where the defenders just got absolutely knackered right they couldn't cover the wide receivers <laughs> he had that chemistry with the wide receivers and he'd make the play and it all seemed like he was carrying the team that sounds great and it, he sounds like Superman, but that's, no, you can't slot in, which they did do, Brett Hundley, when Aaron Rodgers suffered the collarbone injury no. and then he no. suffered the leg injury. No one could fill in for him because the structure of how that team was set up was based around like, Aaron, you do your thing and then Good we'll just, yeah. yeah, so that's not sustainable. But look at what happens when Matt LaFleur comes in. Uh, it's more balanced. There's a bit of a run game there. They have the number one scoring offense in the league. Now you can say, oh, that's, that's Aaron Rodgers doing his thing. Yeah, potentially, but Matt LaFleur got a team that was, in re in disarray, in really bad shape under Mike McCarthy. He comes in and goes thirteen and three in his first two seasons, brings him to the NFC Championship game both times. Now it'd be unfair to Matt Lafleur to point at Rodgers and say, "Well, he's the reason." Remember, an awful lot of the players that are on the team with Lafleur were the same players that are there with McCarthy when he came in. So, and even his defensive coordinator. So to place that at Aaron Rodgers' feet and say, "Oh, it's all him and everyone," he's just he's carrying the team because that's another trope I think that we need to dispel on your radio show. Aaron Rodgers isn't doing the Packers a favor by playing well. They know what he's capable of, and he's being compensated for it. If you have a Ferrari in your drive, Matt, and you go out and Greg drive has it. Two. Yeah, well, there you go. I mean, you, you, can't, you can't expect, like you don't drive your Ferrari and when it goes really fast, go, oh God, this is doing us a favor, isn't it? I didn't expect this. You are, you're funding <laughs> sure. the Ferrari at the dealership. You're paying the colossal insurance to get those heads to turn to drive really fast. And that's the way Aaron Rodgers is. So he can sit out. But what, what LaFleur and the Green Bay Packers have effectively done they have built the team and brought the team back from last year, who they have said publicly that they think can go the full hog. They've also added pieces. Mm. And, and people keep going, oh, the Packers never do that in a free agency. They haven't surrounded Rodgers with weapons. He was the number one scoring offense. Aaron Jones, mm. uh, two years ago, had tied with uh, Christian McCaffrey for the amount of touchdowns by a running back. This guy's top echelon. Um, Robert Tonyan had tied Kelsey last year in touchdowns. 
Uh, David Bakhtiari, best left tackle in the league. Elton Jenkins uh, at guard as a pro bowler. Devontae Adams, one of the best wide receivers in the league. Uh, Rashan Gary is leaps and bounds. Sadarius Smith is amazing. Like I can go through the whole team and show you just how well he's surrounded by these players. Mm. So the question if Love has to come in, is he ready? No. Is he as good as Aaron Rodgers? Is anybody? Um, but he has to take that risk that if he sits out, that's an awfully easy thing for the Packers to do to move on. If Love plays a stormer, um, and then Rodgers is sitting out yeah. because they just slot him into that system. Now, is it going to be as good? I don't think for an instant. Aaron Rodgers is only one Aaron Rodgers, but it's as risky for him as it is for the team. Very quickly, Steve, because unfortunately we're out of time, but we must get you back to talk to talk more Packers. Uh, where are the Green Bay faithful with Rodgers? Have they, are they, everything will be forgiven. Of course, he comes mm. back and has another MVP season. But at the moment, are they pretty frustrated with what's going on? Yeah, he's tarnished his legacy, without a doubt. And that's coming from the voices mm. within um, Green Bay. Uh, Rob Domofsky says he drives to work and he passes a house every time and it says, hey, Rogers, go pack. And not as in go pack, go as in go pack your bags and leave. <laughs> so, I mean, yeah. it, it's really split the team because people are seeing him like a prima donna. Now, what I would say is, is that like Rogers hasn't spoke on this. He's wore T-shirts and he's tried to be funny on a Kenny Main show and all this type of stuff and he's let people read between the lines but he hasn't actually spoke on it so I understand the frustration and I'm frustrated and one thing I've said all the time Nat is why doesn't he just come out and try to spell this because he is splitting the fan base down the middle um, but yeah like from speaking to Rob Domofsky in a VSPM we asked him the same question do you, do you think this impacts his legacy and he said it already has he's already tarnished himself mm. like Wayne Rooney he could go off and hit the front pages and come back and play good football and people forget and that will be the case because the reason that the development is so massive around Green Bay is down to Aaron Rodgers it's like Peyton Manning uh, down with the Colts when like he built that stadium Aaron Rodgers has built up Green Bay and the Titletown District and everything else He's a hero there, but people only have so much patience and they don't like being strung on. And that's what it looks like Rogers is doing in this case. Steve, brilliant stuff. Great to chat with you. Uh, I meant to come back soon and we could talk uh, about subjects other than Aaron Rodgers. I promise you. I want to find out uh, a bit more about how the Packers uh, are shaping up for the season, but it yeah. sounds pretty promising based on your take. So uh, look after yourself. Uh, Steve Diddy from the UK Packers at UK Packers. 